This is Trivia for Kids, where it's not just for adults anymore. Hello, everybody. Hey, gang. Welcome to episode 40. Really? Fourth decade. Fourth decade of episodes of Trivia for Kids. I feel like we've done it so much longer. Quinn, Quinn is celebrating with an ice cream sandwich. Sure I am. <laughs> oh no, not just any ice cream sandwich. A Neapolitan ice cream Has sandwich. Has to be Neapolitan. For those who don't know what Neapolitan means, Quinn, it's fill them in. Vanilla and strawberry ice cream combined in the ice cream well, sandwich. Well, not combined, but it's like a free section kind of thingy. And they are your favorite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well, she only got one because she got she ate all of her dinner, kids. So this isn't just like a special. Quinn gets to eat ice cream sandwiches all the time. You have to eat your supper, right? Sure do. But you don't have to chew like a hog, (laughs) right? So, Quinn, we had a really good weekend this weekend. We did a lot, a lot of driving. Tell them where we went. Colorado. Estes Park, Colorado. We went to Estes Park, Colorado. And if you have never been to Estes Park, Colorado. Go there. I I would recommend it wholeheartedly it is the most beautiful little town too good with high altitude don't go there we so one thing that we did it was a beautiful day and so we decided to take a family hike so we found a trail and it was 1.7 miles and we thought oh that seems that seems easy so we were gung-ho to start up the trail and we're walking and we're walking and we're getting higher and higher in elevation and we're like, oh, we must be almost there. And then we saw a sign that said what? 1.2 miles to go. <laughs> 1.2 miles to go. We'd only got a half a mile. Oh, my goodness. So our little um, Iowa bodies were not prepared for this 1.7 mile hike up the mountain. But but we were very good. We made it. Mm-hmm. We had to talk about um positive mental attitudes because there were many a times when at least one of us throughout the course was like, let's turn around. It's too hard. All right. I've got a really good joke today. Go ahead. Ready to hear it. It's from listener Callan. Why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? In case they get a hole in one. (laughs) I've never gotten a hole in one. Have you? Well, I've gotten plenty of holes in my socks. Never a hole in one in a golf course. Well, but maybe in like a mini golf thing, but sure, mini golf maybe. But one time it was really hard at this mini golf thing. It bounced off of everything, went right in the hole. For you? Uh huh. Well, with you go, girl. Yes, Queen B. Be- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we get this party started? Forty. Yes. <laughs> Here's how the show works. Trivia for Kids consists of five rounds with seven questions each. We will announce the answers at the end of each round. Each new round will have a different category. After the fifth round, we will have the final exam, which will test you on the toughest questions we have covered in the previous rounds. Everyone ready? Let's get started. 
Round number one. The category is Monsters Inc. Question one What is Sully's real full name? Question two What restaurant does Mike tell Celia he is going to take her to for her birthday? Question three. Which monster wants to be the top scarer but cannot beat Sully? Question four. In what city does the movie Monsters Inc. take place? Question five. What is the name of the scare administrator who is always on Mike's case for not turning in his paperwork? Question six. What was Boo's door decorated with? Question seven. What is the name of Mike and Sully's boss, who turns out to be the bad guy in the movie? Round one answers. Question one What is Sully's real full name? James P. Sullivan. I knew this one. I think they say it. I think his boss says it as he is like promoting him to James P. Sullivan.、Mm. Question two What restaurant does Mike tell Celia he is going to take her to for her birthday? Harry Housen's. What a weird name for a monster. And then she's like,、person. Harry Housen's? It's impossible to get in there! What does、uh, Celia call Mike as a nickname? <laughs> Googly Bear. Googly Bear. Googly Bear. And he calls her Schmoopsy Poo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, that should have been one of the should, questions. Maybe I should start calling Dad Schmoopsy Poo. <gasps> yes, he should call you Googly Bear. Would that embarrass you? We should do it like in public、no. and be like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, that would embarrass you. No, not really. Question three Who wants to be the top scarer but cannot beat Sully? Randall. At one moment in the movie, he beats Sully by a few screams, but Sully returns to the top in an instant. They're like, the new, it comes over the intercom. It's like, the new top scarer is Randall, whatever his last name is. And then it goes, never, never mind. Yeah, never mind. Question four In what city does the movie Monsters Inc. take place? Monstropolis. That makes sense. Unlike Harry Hazen's. Yeah, I don't know. Like,、what? if they had a place called, like, Monsters Restaurant. <laughs> that would be much better. I don't know. Well, the monsters are hairy. Maybe that's why it's called Harry Housens. Maybe it's like a hairy house. I don't know. <laughs> Question five What is the name of the scare administrator who is always on Mike's case for not turning in his paperwork? Roz. 
always watching Wazowski. You oh, forgot to turn what? in your paperwork, Wazowski. That's really good. She's like the only voice I can do. Always watching. <laughs> bad. Question six. What was Boo's door decorated with? Flowers. She has a white door with pink flowers. Aw. Aw. Little Boo. Mm-hmm. I wonder what her real name was. I mean, it's obviously not Boo. Kathy. Kathy! Could <laughs> be! I don't Kathy. know. I like it. I just guess. <laughs> Question seven. What is the name of Mike and Sully's boss who turns out to be the bad guy in the movie? Mr. Waternoose. Oh, Mr. Waternoose. He's like a spider. He just kept, he's kind of like a crab lobster spider. type thing. He kept just wanting to get those kids, even when he knew that laughter got more electricity than screams. Hmm. That's sad. So sad. But sad such sad. a great movie. Uh-huh. Monsters, Inc. is such a gem. I love it. I like um, Monsters University. It's university. University a lot. Maybe that should be a category at a later date. Maybe. Round two. The category is hockey. This category and the joke this week comes from listener Callan. Thanks again, Callan. Question one. Which Hall of Fame hockey player has the nickname The Great One? Question two. Where are hockey players sent once they commit a penalty? Question three. Which NHL team was named after a Disney movie? Question four. What is the term used when a player swings their stick at an opponent? Question five. In a hockey game, what is a hat trick? Question six. What is the championship trophy called for the team that wins the NHL season? Question seven. What is the penalty called when you try to slow an opponent down with your stick? Round two answers. Question one. Which Hall of Fame hockey player has the nickname The Great One? The one and only Wayne Gretzky. You ever heard of Wayne Gretzky? Nope. Really? Nope. Oh, man. I've heard Michael Jordan, not Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky is the Michael Jordan of hockey. (gasps) Really? Yes. He's like the GOAT. The OG, the great one, the great Bambino. Yes, you gotta, you gotta know him. He was the best ever. Question two: Where are the NHL players sent once they commit a penalty? 
the penalty box. So what happens is, in hockey, it's kind of like a foul, except you get a penalty. And then they put you in the penalty box for a certain amount of time, depending on how bad the penalty was. What's the penalty? So, like, well, we're going to talk about some coming up. But let's say you got a penalty for fighting. That's, like, a, a major penalty. So you get to go in the box for, like, five minutes. Oh, that's and it. then you just have to sit in there, well, yeah, for five whole minutes. But what happens and why is, your team fail? yeah, because your team has one less player because you're in the penalty box. So if the other team didn't get a penalty, it could be like six on five because you're in the penalty box. That's hmm. yeah, that's not good. So you don't want to get a penalty. It's and not you, like basketball when you always have subs, right? Or you just get a foul and it just adds. You literally get pulled out of the game. And the only time a player can leave the penalty box before their time is up is when the opposing team scores a goal. That's sad. It's like you have to watch the other team score a goal right. or you else you can't get out of the box. So you have to watch your team struggle because you got a penalty. So they're down a person. And then the only way you can get out of there before time's up is if they score a goal. Penalties, no good. Hey. Question three. Which NHL team was named after a Disney movie? The Anaheim Ducks. The club was founded in 1993 by the Walt Disney Company as the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, a name based on the 1992 hockey film, The Mighty Ducks. Disney sold the franchise in 2005, and they changed the name of the team to the Anaheim Ducks before the 2006-2007 season. Have you seen the movie The Mighty Ducks? Sure have. I know you have. This was one of my all-time favorites as a child. It's been how long? It's been there for that long? Yeah. Sports, it's like, two boys, Emilio Estevez, just, and that, it was is that the one with the, in Minnesota. Is that the one with that one hockey player that whose name starts with a G? No. No, the goalie. Oh, Goldberg the goalie? Yes. Yes, that is the one. Question four. What is the term used when a player swings their stick at their opponent? Slashing. Slash. That's kind of a cool name for a penalty. Except then you end up in the penalty box. For how long? I don't know. It's I think like, slashing is a is a uh, minor penalty. I think it's like two minutes is my guess. Like hitting someone in the face with your hockey puck? No. Hockey stick? I don't I don't I think if you like were real aggressive with it, it would be more, but mm. Question five. In a hockey game, what is the hat trick? When one player scores three goals in one game. That would be impressive to see. And you know what's really fun? What? If a hockey player, like in the NHL or in the minor league team, scores a hat trick, the fans who are wearing hats throw them onto the ice rink. For real. So they have to bring hats? Well, most, you know, like most gentlemen or women are wearing, you know, baseball hats for the hockey team. And then they take them off and they throw them into the ice. Ha! And then some guys on skates have to like sweep up the hats so that they can keep playing hockey. Do they get hockey. their hats back? I think so. I think okay. they put them in like a big bin that you can grab Woo! them. Right? Question six. What is the championship trophy called for the team that wins the NHL season? The Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cup is the oldest trophy competed for by professional athletes in North America. It is also the only trophy in major sports that is not reproduced each year. The winning team holds the trophy for one year, and each person is given 24 hours with the cup, a tradition formalized in 1995. 
So you don't get to keep the cup? Well, that team does for one year, and then they pass it around from player to player. Oh. But then the next year, whoever wins the next season gets the cup, and the tradition begins again. Question seven. What is the penalty called when you try to slow an opponent down with your stick? Hooking. That makes sense. Yeah. Because the hockey puck's kind of got a little hook on it. And so when you grab them with your stick and you hold on to them, hooking, penalty, two what? minutes in the box. There's a guy at our school who's kind of a troublemaker. He stuck his foot out when we were playing flag football. And my best friend was going to run into the end zone. And he tripped her. Hooking. I hooking. think that would be tripping. Boy, what a not nice boy. Who trips a girl in football? Him. Yikes. Round three. The category is my favorite animal, hippos. Thank you, listener Benjamin, for this great idea. Question one. How many toes does a hippo have? Question two. How long can a hippo hold its breath underwater? Question three. What is a female hippo called? Question four. Around how long do hippos live in the wild? Question five. The two species of hippopotamus are the river hippo and what much smaller species? Question six, true or false? Hippos cannot swim. Question seven, what color is hippo sweat? Here are the answers to round three. Question one. How many toes does a hippo have? Four. They kind of have like a smushy, smushed together, hoof-looking foot, toe type deal. Like an elephant? Kind of, but I feel like they have a little more. An elephant's foot seems pretty round, and I think hippo's toes stick out a little more protrudently so that they can grip the bottom of the... Good vocabulary. I don't know if that's a word. Hopefully. I'll look it up after this. Question two. How long can a hippo hold its breath underwater? Up to five minutes. When completely submerged, their ears and nostrils fold shut to keep the water out. Question three. What is a female hippo called? A cow. Cow hippos give birth every two years usually to a single calf. Soon after birth, the mother and her baby join up with other cows and calves for protection against predators, such as crocodiles, lions, and hyenas. I didn't know a a hippo was called a cow. It's like how a girl turkey is called a jenny. That's true. But, But it's not like a girl turkey is called a chicken you know like yeah a girl hippo is called another animal's name you know 
Question four. Around how long on average do hippos live in the wild? 40 years. In captivity, they can live up to 50 years. That's a long time. It is. I don't feel like hippos probably have a ton of predators, so that's probably yeah, they why they can live so long. Skin. Yeah, and they're and in the they, water, and they're massive, yeah. and they're the most dangerous animal ever. I think, like, on land they are. They're super dangerous. Like, their jaw is so powerful, it could chomp. Yeah, and they're Fire. and they're aggressive, and yeah. Hippos, stay away from hippos, people. But my mom loves them. I do. They are just the cutest little fat things. I love them. <laughs> Question five. The two species of hippos are the river hippo and what much smaller species? The pygmy hippo. On average, a full-grown river hippo male can reach up to 7,000 pounds. That's roughly the weight of a UPS truck. A full-grown pygmy hippo, on the other hand, only gets to about 600 pounds. Unfortunately, Pygmy hippos are an endangered species due to human intrusions and disturbance. Oh, have you ever seen a pygmy hippo? Yeah. Oh, man, they're cute. And what happened to them that makes them wipe out? Because, like, humans are just taking over the world. Building houses and developing Wait. land and Come on, humans. doing all kinds of stuff. Glad so, I'm not them. I will say that we had to edit that question uh, probably ten times because Quinn kept saying, Rivo hippo and smaller species. <laughs> smaller species. He said that once too. Oh, yeah. Woo. Question six. True or false? Hippos cannot swim. True. Hippos do not actually swim. They walk underwater. Hippos enjoy resting in cool water and can let themselves float or sink by controlling their breathing and body position. Once sunk, hippos don't swim back up to the surface. They walk along the bottom until they reach shallow water. That's impressive. Did not know that. I assumed they were just swimmers. <laughs> it's kind of cool that they can make themselves sink, though. Mm-hmm. Or make themselves float. Right. They're very heavy. Question seven. What color is hippo sweat? Red or pinkish red. Sensitive skin is the primary reason hippos spend so much time in the water and away from land. But interestingly, their bodies have been designed to create their own sunscreen of sorts. They have evolved over time to be able to secrete a certain kind of reddish-pinkish sweat that covers the length of their bodies. They don't actually have sweat glands, but this oily substance comes from the pores in their skin and acts to protect them from sun damage and prevent infection. Good job, cool. hippos. Coming up with your own sunscreen? That's impressive. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Round four, the category is motorcycles. This round is also from listener Benjamin. Thanks, Benjamin. Question one. What do riders use to activate a motorcycle's brakes? Question two. How many states do not require motorcyclists to wear a helmet? Question three. Vespa is the Italian word for what? 
Question four. What is the animal nickname for a Harley Davidson motorcycle? Question five. What is a one-wheeled attachment for your motorcycle that allows you to carry an additional passenger called? Question six. What is the name of the American stunt performer and entertainer who over the course of his career attempted more than 75 ramp-to-ramp motorcycle jumps? Question seven. In 1917, who bought roughly one-third of all the Harley-Davidson motorcycles produced? Round four answers. Question one. What do riders use to activate a motorcycle's brakes? Hand levers and foot pedals. Riders engage the front brake with a hand lever on the right grip and the rear brake with the right foot pedal. I did not know there were foot pedals on a motorcycle. I thought it was just the hand hand brakes like on a bike. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen foot pedals. I've also never th- driven a motorcycle. Of a, I'm so. thinking of a four-wheeler. Oh, that's true. Yep. Yeah. Nope. That's only on the handlebars too. Question two. How many states do not require motorcyclists to wear a helmet? Three, Illinois, Iowa, and New Hampshire. Helmets aid in head injuries around 70% more than accidents without helmets. Iowa, come on! What? Yeah, us. Iowa, disappointed. You should wear a helmet, people. Safety first. Yeah, come on, guys. Question three. Vespa is the Italian word for what? Wasp. Hey, guys, I'm going to go take a ride in my wasp. Want to join? That is not an Italian accent. So, uh, guys, I think we should go on the Maya Vespa. I like to no, call her Maya wasp. Vespa. I like to call it the Vespa. I do not know a wire. We have family that lives in Italy, so we are not making fun of the way they talk. It is really how they talk. They sort of add a A at the end of everything. Oh, Aquina, it is nice to see you. <laughs> We love we love you, Italian Ciao. family. Ciao. Ciao. Question four. What is the animal nickname for a Harley Davidson motorcycle? A hog. Legend has it that the origin of the term hog, when referring to a Harley Davidson motorcycle, was from the early part of the 1900s Harley racing team, the Wrecking Crew. They had a small pig as a mascot and one of the riders would do victory laps with the pig sitting on the bike's gas tank. Have you ever heard of a motorcycle called a hog? Like, I'm going to go get on my hog? Yeah. Question five. What is a one-wheeled attachment for your motorcycle that allows you to carry an additional passenger call? A sidecar. Makes sense. Have you ever seen a sidecar, though? Yeah. Uh, they're, they look terrifying. I would be so scared to ride in one. Although... I Not have seen I have seen some dogs in a sidecar. Adorable. 
So cute. And, and they have little goggles on, and they're called doggles. <laughs> so cute. Question six. What is the name of the American stunt performer and entertainer who, over the course of his career, he attempted more than 75 ramp-to-ramp motorcycle jumps? Evil Knievel. He jumped over the Caesars Palace fountain in Las Vegas. He jumped over a line of nine cars and a van. Driving his Honda motorcycle, Knievel cleared a 90-foot box of serpents and then jumped over a couple of lions. He tried to jump over the Snake River Canyon in Idaho, but didn't make it because of a parachute malfunction. Did he pass away? No, but the, well, he is not alive anymore. He died of like heart failure, but um, the fountain jump at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas almost killed him. It was a disaster and it was on TV. And so everybody kind of saw it. And it what was, happened? I'm not exactly sure. I don't know if he made the jump and then his motorcycle crashed afterward or he, anyway, it was bad news bears. But old Evil Knievel, he survived and he went on to ride again. Question seven. In 1917, who bought roughly one third of all the Harley Davidson motorcycles produced? The U.S. military. During World War I, American and European armies used motorcycles extensively. In 1917, the U.S. military bought nearly one-third of all Harley-Davidson motorcycles produced. And in 1918, that figure rose to half the motorcycles produced. That's crazy. Why would you need so many? For the war. Because I think motorcycles were easier to get around in this world war. I, I suppose. Round number five. The category is... The Titanic. A shout out to listener Jojo for this awesome category idea. Thanks, Jojo. Question one. How long did it take to build the Titanic? Question two. In what year did the Titanic sink? Question three. How many bathtubs were available for third-class passengers? Question four. How many lifeboats did the Titanic have? Question five. How long did it take the Titanic to sink after hitting the iceberg? Question six. How many people died when the Titanic sank? Question seven. In what year was the wreck of the Titanic discovered? Round five answers. Question one. How long did it take to build the Titanic? 
three years. The unsinkable ship, the Titanic. On the first trip, Oh, what a life you led, Titanic. If they only knew. It's, isn't it ironic that it was named the unsinkable ship, but yep. it sunk on the first time they used it? Yep. Question two. In what year did the Titanic sink? 1912. At 11.40 p.m. on the night of the 14th of April, 1912, on her maiden voyage from Southampton to New York, the RMS Titanic struck the iceberg that would ultimately lead to the sinking of the ship. That's crazy and sad. Wah, wah. And I'm sure they joined it because it was named the unsinkable ship. Like, you wouldn't join one that it's called. You mean board one? You wouldn't get on a ship that was called like, yeah, we're going down, folks. Or maybe sinkable ship. Pretty safe one here. Mm-hmm. You made a good choice, folks. Question three. How many bathtubs were available for third class passengers? Two. There were 709 third class passengers and only two bathtubs. Well... What do you really expect? Do you expect the Titanic to have, like, 90 bathtubs? Well, there were no showers back then. So there were 700 people and only two places to take a bath. Why would you need to take a bath on a ship? Well, everybody gets stinky. I mean, they were going to be on there for a long time. Oh, that makes sense. Gross. Mm-hmm. You're going to just go for two weeks without <laughs> taking a bath? <laughs> on the first day of it, sink. Yeah, like the first night they rode. Oh in it. my word! Didn't even need those bathtubs, folks. Nope, didn't even need the two bathtubs. Question four: How many lifeboats did the Titanic have? Twenty. Originally designed for sixty-four lifeboats, the Titanic only ended up taking twenty on its voyage. Not enough for the two thousand two hundred passengers and crew on board. Many of the launched boats were unfilled, with one carrying just 24 people, even though it could fit 65. There were passengers, especially third-class passengers, that were stuck downstairs, and everybody was trying to get off the boats, and people were like, oh, just send it out. And they only had 20 boats instead of 64 boats. So there weren't enough boats for the people, and the boats that they did send out, they didn't fill up. So everything about the Titanic was literally a disaster. That's not, that's not right. Question five. How long did it take the Titanic to sink after hitting the iceberg? Two hours and 40 minutes. At approximately 2.18 a.m., the lights on the Titanic went out. It then broke in two with the bow going underwater. Reports later speculated that it took some six minutes for that section, likely traveling about 30 miles per hour, to reach the ocean bottom. Question six. How many people died when the Titanic sank? The exact number is not officially known, but they think it's somewhere around 1,500. And there were 2,200 and some people on board. Well, at least like 1,000 people got off. Not even. Yeah, not even, but... Some did. Some Those people 24 people in that one boat got off. Mm-hmm. Did they survive? Yeah. Good. Everybody that got off of the boat survived. Well, I mean, not necessarily, but they certainly had a better chance than those that didn't. Yeah. Question seven. 
When was the wreck of the Titanic discovered? 1985. The wreck was finally discovered by a team led by Dr. Robert Ballard, an American oceanographer and marine geologist, after multiple previous attempts to locate it. Just before 1 a.m. on September 1st, 1985, images were captured of debris littering the ocean floor. Soon they came across a boiler and then the ship's hull itself, 13,000 feet underwater. How did they get that deep? They got, they got fancy equipment. And I think I read somewhere that they found、um, the main band leader's violin and then it sold on auction for a real, real lot of money. But crazy. The、mm-hmm. Titanic is a real spectacle. Really sad story. Well, not spectacle because you can't see it. Just a real disaster.、Mm-hmm. Lots of things, lots of bad choices made. Wait, what do you mean?、Uh, only 20 lifeboats when it could carry 64.、Um, Hitting an iceberg, Only two calling、bathtubs. it the unsinkable ship. And now it's time for the final exam. Now remember, you've heard these questions in the previous rounds, but these were the hardest ones we've had. So use your memory and try to think back to what the answers are. Question one. The two species of hippopotamus are the river hippo and what much smaller species? The pygmy hippo. Question two What is the term used in hockey when a player swings their stick at their opponent? Slashing. Question three What do riders use to activate a motorcycle's brakes? Hand levers and foot pedals. Question four In what year did the Titanic sink? 1912. Question five How many toes does a hippo have? Four. Question six In a hockey game, what is a hat trick? When one player scores three goals in a game. Question seven. How long did it take the Titanic to sink after hitting the iceberg? Two hours and 40 minutes. And that's a wrap, folks. I liked your little, like, I don't know what that thing's called when they use in movies, like a little clapboard, maybe. I don't know. Where they're like, take one. Yeah. Take, take 70 up. Take 40. We're out of here. Should we go eat some ice cream cake? I got a little bit left over from a birthday. Well, I did have an ice cream sandwich, so. <laughs> so that means no ice cream cake for you? Well, I kind of want some, but I kind of don't, which is weird because I'm, I'm an ice cream kind of gal. I'm an ice cream girl. In, In an, an ice, ice cream, cream world. Life with ice, ice cream. cream. It's fantastic. <laughs> you can eat the ice cream until you have a stomach ache. And then you'll get a brain freeze from the ice cream. <laughs> Come on, Quinny. Let's eat ice cream. Thank、oh, you guys、oh, for listening.、Oh, yeah. Thank you. Have a good week. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Trivia for Kids Podcast. And if you have a question idea or even an entire category, 
please email us at trivia for kids podcast at gmail.com. 